there's always some kind of recession, depression, pandemic, something that has been going on for years in business that you have to go, what's my combination now? What's working now? How do I tweak this now? Versus getting stuck in the way I used to do it. That's old school. Because business, there's no way you can run a business for 20 years anymore doing the same thing and thinking you're going to get a different result. You've got to be innovative. You've got to be collaborative. You've got to create partnerships. You've got to work smart, not hard. And that takes time where I have to work on the business versus in the business. I have to have my strategic mind, my CEO mind, and go, what does this business need right now? When I make the business about Susie, then I get stuck in how I do it versus what is the business right now? Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free Collaborators Toolkit is gonna to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here. This is the Creative Collaboration Show, and I have with you a powerhouse guest today. I mean, all of our guests are amazing, but this, this is a person that I have personally learned so much from, and, in, and I know that you can learn a lot from as well. And, you know, as an entrepreneur on a big mission where, you know, you have that a big idea and you're trying to put it out there in the world and you're trying to make big things happen there, you know, that is a journey that we don't make alone. We've talked about this. This show is all about collaboration and partnership, and there's no one better to collaborate or partner with than my guest today. I have Susie Carter here with me today. Susie, welcome to the show. Chuck, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And thanks for doing this, right? We always need other leaders, bringing other leaders together. This is this is true collaboration. Like, who do I know? Let me bring my ride or die friends in so you can meet them and spread the good news. Absolutely. And I think a, a foundation of, you know, next level collaborations that 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 can occur. And we find so often that just a conversation like this can turn into a big idea 
that neither one of us was even thinking about before. And so who knows what new ideas might be uh, incubated uh, today from this. So, um, so Susie, uh, that was my introduction light. Uh, let's tell everybody who you are and, and what you do. So I'm going to let you tell your story. So however you want to introduce yourself. Well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Call me a cuckoo pants, right? <laughs> I've built 10 companies, two $10 million companies. I had some failures along the way, right? We all have to be able to do what we do. And my passion is helping entrepreneurs build seven-figure businesses. And the reason that's my passion is because I had to learn the hard way. There wasn't one place, one person that I could go, what is the system? What is the strategy, right? You'd have to bubble gum, shoestring, Band-Aid, duct tape, and so in my 30s, I built my first million dollar business. In that million dollar business, we won all accolades. We're the top 1% of the nation, top 10% in the world. And we earned that right by the productivity that we had. We were a small business, but a mighty business. The scary part, which, you know, we're sitting there and we're celebrating that year that we did a million, we lost 70 grand. And I'm like, how do you grow some million dollars, and then how do you lose money? And from that point on, I'm like, I got to be responsible for the profitability of my business. I've got to be responsible for teaching other people how to do this. Because people were just talking about the top line. They were just talking about get a million dollars, get a million dollars, get a million dollars. And it's in the detail that you look at building a successful business, even though we had won all these accolades, right? It's how you spin the story is I want to teach people to build healthy companies, Right. And so uh, we've helped many different niches, right? Salons and spas, many spas, chiropractor, holistic therapy, PhD, doctors of leadership, graphic designers, landscape architects, right? My craziest business that I coached was a hardware store. So think of Lowe's, right? Like a Lowe's or Home Depot. In the middle of Lowe's and Home Depot, there was a jewelry store. And the jewelry store sold high quality diamonds, watches. And when I met them, they're like, we think we want to pull this, this business out, you know, and just do hardware and then have it in a nice location. I'm like, are you serious? No way. The, the, the jewelry store was doing 5 million. The retail store, the hardware store was doing a million. Cause you know, if you think about their consumer, it was the hardworking man, right? The usual laborer. And so they would come in and go, Oh, it's my wife's birthday. Oh, it's, we're getting engaged. Oh, it's my, you know, so. The mom had started the jewelry store because she didn't want to sell hammers. And that became the glue of this business in Ashland, North Carolina. So it was an amazing story to go, what? That is so bizarre. Like, how do you put a jewelry <laughs> store in the middle of a hardware store? But it was the thing that worked about the business, right? It, it got regular people to really invest. The mom knew everyone, right? She would look, hey, Chuck, hey, it's your anniversary next week. Don't forget, come see me. You know, so... Crazy, crazy, crazy. And so my passion is really helping entrepreneurs leverage what they do and how they do it. Yeah, and and and, and I love that um, in, the, in the story that you just told here, because it really speaks to the journey that a lot of our audience is on, where, you know, they're trying to go from startup to a business that is scalable. And, you know, you touched on a few things there, you know, in, in terms of, you know, uh, and one of the things, and of course, we're going to talk about your book. Um, Susie does have an amazing book that you should read. And one of the things that you talk about in your book, uh, Power to Profits, Power Your Profits. 
Power your profits, yes. Power your profits. That's right. I would say power too, but it, it's power. Anyways, click the link below. We've got we've we've got the link to her book there. It's power your profits. Um, you talk about systems, right? And so much of your story of even how you created your first seven figure business, and then even how you uh, help others to scale their businesses is is the systems and and moving from that do it all yourself realm to how do you actually have a business that uh, is consistent and sustainable and scalable? Well, I remember when I launched that business, I was in a seminar with Michael Gerber, loved him. He wrote the E-Myth, really great book, really good foundational book, really thin, you know, you read it in an evening. And I was at a seminar and he said, how many of you um, are off work right now? And we raise our hand. How many of you are nervous that you're off work right now? We raise our hand. He said, how many of you um, are going to have to work twice as hard tomorrow when you get back in because you took the day off and we raise our hand? He said, how many of you are afraid to go on vacation, right? Because you don't know, will the business do what the business needs to do? If you're gone, we all raise our hand. He said, congratulations, you own a job, not a business. And that was the biggest epiphany for me to go, how do I, back in the day, it was a salon and spa. How do I have this business not rely on me 724? My ego was invested. And a lot of entrepreneurs, our ego is it can't run without me. Like, oh, it can't run without me. I'm so special. <laughs> <laughs> and the reality is you want to build it so that it can run without you. And so that was a huge pivot for me. To go, I want to be able to go on vacation and how vacation works for most of us. And even me back then is you would work really hard right before you go on vacation, go on vacation, sleep most of the time because you're so exhausted from working so hard because you're going on vacation, come back from vacation and then work around the clock to make up for what you didn't do while you were um, on vacation. And so it's not really a vacation. I just got back from a month off on vacation of just enjoying my home, enjoying my family, enjoying projects, and not having to worry about my business because my team is managing my business. The business still ran. We still had money come in. We still have receivables come in. So anything's possible when you have a plan and a strategy. And systems, if you look at our life, everywhere you look at systems, how we drive, there's a system. If you ever go to Europe, there's a different system that's hard <laughs> if you're in an American and then you're going in Europe, Right. So how you cook, there's a system. How you get up in the morning and do you shower first? Do you brush your teeth first? Do you get coffee first? Do you take meditation time first? Do you work out first? What's your, what's your system that you do every morning? And so when you look at it, systems allow us to get twice as much done in half the amount of time. And most entrepreneurs were winging it, right? We're firefighting. And when you're firefighting because you don't have a structure in place, to go, if this, there's a breakdown, what happens? There's a breakdown, what's happened? Now, please hear that I don't have a perfect business. We have breakdowns in our business because the bigger you play, the bigger the breakdown. And so there's always breakdowns inside of our business. The difference is we're aware of our dysfunction. We know how to handle a breakdown and there's not make wrong inside of a breakdown. If we're not having breakdown in our business, Chuck, we're not playing big enough. Now, I hate when I'm having a breakdown, I hate it with a passion. And my team reminds me, like when there's a breakdown, if I'm broke, if I'm broken down because we're having a breakdown, they're like, Susie, we're just playing big, right? The bigger you play, the bigger the breakdown. And so for me, I love quizzes and assessments and trying to figure out where is my blind spot. And in the book, Power Your Profits, 
right? Every chapter has an assessment, sales, marketing, operations, finance, mindset, leadership, hiring, recruiting. What kind of leader are you, right? Exit strategy. So that you can assess, is this truly a business or do I own a job? Once you can be really clear and honest with yourself to go, wow, I really suck in this department, right? I really sucked in leadership. I was, you know, the bulldog on a sock. I was the hammer. You know, I had little wiggle room for people. And the reality is our goal is to get ordinary people and teach them to be extraordinary. And how you have them be extraordinary is the systems that you put in place for your business. And I don't mean technology systems. I mean How do you get things done? How do you serve your customer? What's that fingerprint, right? What's your website look like? How do you process clients? What's the client journey when they come in? What do you want them to feel, to experience? So every little piece of your business, you want to look under the hood, if you will, and go, is this what I want for my consumer? Is this how I want my customer to be treated? Because we've all been treated in ways that we don't appreciate, right? We've all had, oh, I could do that better than so-and-so. Well, perfect. Do it better than so-and-so. What I love about entrepreneurship is we get to write our own paycheck. We get to choose how much money we make or don't make. If you look at what you're committed to, look at the results in your life. I'll have clients go, this is so hard. Well, how many sales calls are you doing, right? How many leads are coming in? How, how much are you out there networking and collaborating, right? All that builds to the sell. It just doesn't magically happen. Right. I love people that are into the law of attraction. I'm into the law of attraction, but you got to take action. Right. We have people go, I'm meditating. I'm going to the mailbox. I'm, I'm visualizing money. It's on my goal board. Okay. But you got to do something. (laughs) It's not just going to come. So yeah. Did you actually give the universe a way to send you that money? So if you're talking to all the clients and you're, and, and you're having all these great conversations, but you're not sending out proposals or making offers. How is that money going to come in, right? Exactly. And you, you got to be- help the universe out a little. Yeah, you got to be radical. Like, are you willing to do whatever it takes to get that goal? You know, I learned that early on in my businesses, right? Because again, my vocation was I was a hairdresser. And I found myself as a single mom raising two little girls with no alimony, no child support. Chuck, my picker was off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to pick a husband, clearly. And so I I didn't have a choice but to make it happen. I didn't have a choice but to hustle. I didn't have a choice but to do whatever it took to pay my bills. Because as an entrepreneur, if we don't sell something, if we don't create something, we have no money. And so many people just sit inside of it's not working. Okay, we'll do something different. Try it another way. Over, under, around, or through, make it happen. Are you willing to do that? That's entrepreneurship. Right. And once you get that momentum, Charles Givens wrote a book, Wealth Without Risk. And he said, anytime you start a new project, you have to put 10 units of energy in to get one unit of result. Once you get that momentum going, you put one unit of energy in to get 10 units of result. Now, we all experienced that when the pandemic hit. Right. All of a sudden, business is chaos. The great thing about that, it it created a level field. We all had to start over and do business differently. Right. Pretty much everyone had to tweak their model, reinvent their model, look at what they were doing. And and so many business, they said 80 percent of small businesses went out of business, 80 percent. Right. To go, wow, that is a big number because they weren't willing to adjust, change and modify what it was they were doing. 
Well, I think that's so important because if you want to change your result, you got to change something about what you're doing. And it's not just about doing more of what you're already doing and expecting a different result. Of course, that that doesn't work. And so, um, you know, a lot of frustration comes from there. And when I notice, and maybe you notice this as well, with the conversations that I have with people who are on a big mission or they have a big idea and they're on this journey, And we talk about things like, okay, well, you want to go from where you are to like a seven figure business and you have to have systems and you have to know your numbers and, you know, you need partners and collaborators that's going to help you along the way. I get the, the, yeah, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, but I don't have the budget. Yeah, but I'm still figuring things out. Um, And there's all these like reasons why they need to continue doing things all themselves Whereas like they, they know they need to have the systems, they know they need to have the team, but they're still resistant to it. And it, it speaks to what you were just saying about you need to do something different. You need to uh, put that in place in order to get to where you want to go. So, you know, A, what are you noticing? And B, what do, what do you say to, to people when they're stuck in that yeah, but mode? Well, not everybody is designed to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody should do this, right? And so if you don't want to do all the sales, the marketing, the operations, then go be a technician, right? Go be the best, you know, facilitator. Go be the best salesperson. Go be the best marketer, right? Because you can be financially rewarded for that too. You don't have to be the business owner, right? There's a big um, opportunity there and there's all, it can also be a big money drain there. Right. I think you have to assess what's my risk tolerance. Right. Am I willing to risk it all to get it all? I remember my first business, I had to pay my house payment on my credit cards because we were investing everything into the business. Right. Any kind of education. When I wrote my very first book, I borrowed the money from my retirement account. Right. I was willing to be radical because I knew it would pay off. And still I play that way is to go, okay, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to keep playing because I know this will help people, right? I think you have your big why, your why has to be bigger than your limitation. My why originally was my two kids and providing for them. That was my why. They're still my why today, right? They're grown now. I don't have to provide their food, shelter, and clothing anymore, but I still, they're still why I do what I do, why I'm the woman I am today for them and for their children, And so what is that why that gets you out of bed? Are you passionate about it? My first book, the title was called Passion. And when my publisher said, this is what the the title is going to be, I'm like, that seems a little risque. (laughs) And she goes, sex sales, girl, we're going to sell the book, right? And had nothing to do with sex, but everything to do about business. But she said, Susie, you're so passionate about this industry. Every time I talk to you. You get so geeked up about marketing campaigns and goal setting. And, you know, I didn't realize that. I just realized that to me, it's fun. Even in the hardship, it was fun. Even when I didn't know how to do it, it was fun. I loved figuring it out. It was like a big puzzle. And so knowing that I don't have a business degree, I don't have my PhD, my master's, my bachelor, because people let that hang you up. It hung me up for years. I don't have that piece of paper. How am I going to talk to Chuck? Chuck is more educated than I'm educated, right? I'm only a hairdresser. That was my story for a long time. And my consumer, my client kept saying, I don't care. I want you to coach me. I don't care. I want you to coach me. But my limiting belief, my limiting mindset, my smallness in my head was saying, oh, but I don't know Chuck's business. Oh, but I don't know 
anything about a hardware company. I don't know anything about a jewelry store, right? And the reality is business is business is business, right? Once you know the cost of goods, once you know budgets, once you understand the business model, it's all really the same. And so I, w- I remember laying in bed because I was teaching this millionaire's forum and these people kept coming up to me. I kept saying, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Well, that's my fear, right? I believe God was telling me to do it. God's like, I'm going to keep sending you these people. Like it's time for you to shift, but I'm resisting because I'm scared. So I'm laying in bed thinking like, what do I do? Cause I know they're going to ask me like, I, I'm, I'm laboring torturous over people want to give me money. And I just, how am I going to say no? So I'm like, I know I'm going to double my fee. They won't pay that. Right. Again, limiting mindset. They won't pay that. So I did this event. It's a week long event. Right. And I, I was teaching on systems and strategy and how to build a business. And I was raising money for my own business back then. And I had five people come up and say, Susie, I really want to work with you. I think you are my coach. And I said, well, I'm really not in that industry. And here's my fee. And I doubled the fee. And they're like, okay. Like, what do you mean? Okay. Oh, okay. I'll pay, I'll pay that. Okay. I, I know you're my coach. I'm like, oh, whoa, <laughs> So my brilliant plan, right? I, I think it was God's way of getting me to say yes, right? Because I was thinking in my limiting mindset, no one's going to pay that. And then they did pay that. I was like, wow, I made more money in that week than I had in my other consulting, just doubled my income right? From just being bold and outrageous and figuring it out and going, okay, well, how do I work with that was what the jewelry store and the hardware store, like that really is two businesses and one businesses. And what do I do inside of that? So I had to work a little bit harder to figure it out. But once I figured it out, I'm still using those same formulas uh, that I used back then, just updating them for now. Businesses changed, right? The indicators have changed. The key metrics have changed, but business is business is business. And so I think sometimes our limiting beliefs, right, our inherited limiting beliefs, beliefs that your parents gave you, beliefs that your community give you about you're not good enough, you can't do it, right? People won't pay that. That's the biggest one I hear is no one's going to pay that, like us not valuing ourselves. You've got to have a community of people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself. My community, because who I was being at those events, leader, here's what you do, tactical, saw me as a possibility versus how I saw myself as I only coach salons and spas, right? And it was a game changer, right? It shifted my business forever. And that was in 1999, right? When that occurred. And so it's funny how the universe provides you, that is law of attraction, provides you opportunity. Will you open the door? Will you say yes? Will you be willing to try it? And that's entrepreneurship, Will you be willing to try it? I believe, Chuck, that business is like this combination lock. And if you're just listening to this, I'm holding up an old padlock like we used to use in school or use at the gym. And it has three numbers in it, right? And the three numbers have to be sequential. The three numbers have to be dot on. If it's one tick off, the combination is not going to open, right? And I remember being at school where I would sit there like you're in a hurry and you can't open the combination, right? And you're like, oh, I got to do it again. It felt like an hour, but it was probably a minute. And the reality is business is the same way. One tick off in your marketing and the combination is not going to open, right? Go in the wrong direction in your finances. It's the combination is not going to open. And so business is what is the right combination in this season? 
because the season and business has been so tumultuous, there's been change every year since this pandemic hit, there's been change after change after change after change, right? There's always some kind of recession, depression, pandemic, something that has been going on for years in business. They have to go, what's my combination now? What's working now? How do I tweak this now? Versus getting stuck in the way I used to do it. That's old school. Because business, there's no way you can run a business for 20 years anymore doing the same thing and thinking you're going to get a different result. You've got to be innovative. You've got to be collaborative. You've got to create partnerships. You've got to work smart, not hard. And that takes time where I have to work on the business versus in the business. I have to have my strategic mind, my CEO mind and go, what does this business need right now? When I make the business about Susie, then I get stuck in how I do it versus what is the business right now? The beauty is every time I shift that chuck and I go, oh, okay, I only want to work with this type of client. And I raise my fees. I doubled my fees, right, to coach with me. And again, it's provided because I'm shifting the combination, shifting the lock. And then those people come to me because I'm super clear what I want to offer now. Super clear what I want to occur now. Anytime I'm doubting, anytime I'm going, I don't know, I'm unsure, I don't think it's going to work, then I'm right. Whatever way I'm looking at it, if I think it's not going to work, I'm right. If I think it is going to work, I'm right. <laughs> so be careful what you're putting in your mind. The mind is a powerful thing. Well, and it's amazing. I know when I started my my personal growth journey probably 30-ish years ago, I always thought of myself as a very positive person. And one of my mentors, one of my coaches said, you know what, you should record yourself because you're saying all the right things. But then in between all of that, you're saying all the limiting things. And so a lot of people who consider themselves to be positive might shock themselves to believe or to find out just how limiting they actually are. Right. And all the sayings and the beliefs that we were passed on from our grandparents and our parents and our teachers and our peers and everything uh, that we don't even uh, become consciously aware of until we're shown it. Right. Yeah. There's on my voicemail and I've, I've had the same voicemail for years. It says what you think about, you talk about what you talk about, you bring about what are you thinking about? Mm. Right. So it's so powerful. And, it you know, that people, oh, that's, um, you know, airy fairy, and but it, it's real. Right. That's why I don't listen to the news. I'll get news, but I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not keeping it on a loop because there's so much negativity and it's easy to get in a fear storm when you watch the news right now. Understand what's happening in the economy. Understand what's happening in politics. Understand what's happening with the way that the world is, but don't set, be so entrenched in it that it, it stops you because it can stop you, right? And making sure that your community of like-minded individuals are going in the same direction, right? You don't want naysayers. You don't want people who don't believe in you, right? When I got, um, when I uh, divorced my kids, my kid's dad, we call him the husband, Right. I remember the day he looked at me when I left and he said, look in the mirror right now. You will never be anything more than you are right now. I'm like, oh, well, watch me. Watch me. (laughs) But that wasn't healthy. Right. That whole let me keep you down so I can be bigger. And so I think it's important when you realize who's holding me back. Am I holding me back? And, And I have in my life. I catch myself and going, oh, what what's happening? Right. You talk about personal development. 
your net worth will only go as high as your self-worth. I'll only make as much money as I believe that I deserve to make. And so if you can't have conversations about millions or 10 million, 5 million, 100 million, right? Whatever that number is that you want to achieve and you can't be inside of that possibility, you can't achieve that, right? You will self-sabotage along the way. And so like you, I've been on this journey for 30 years, 35 years of working on my self-worth to increase my net worth from going to therapist, right? If I look at how many coaches I have, personal development coach, which is my therapist, right? I've got a fitness coach. I've got three financial coaches. I have a business coach, right? I've had, you know, a marriage coach, right? That's a marriage counselor. And so when, when I need it, I'll plug into it. I don't have them all the time except for my financial coaches, right? I'm meeting with them on a quarterly basis to really look at where am I at. And then every season I'm looking at what does my business need right now, right? My business needs this. My business needs, you know, a LinkedIn expert, a marketing expert, an affiliate mark. Like what does it need? And then I go get the education for that because the more you learn, the more you earn. I'm not staying stuck in, I don't know. I'm not staying stuck in not trying. I'm not staying stuck in, I don't know how to do that. You got to figure it out. Right. And you don't want to learn it the hard way. I mean, I got sued by one of my employees. And so I'm like, well, I don't ever want that to happen again. So I'm going to go to a business law class. What what do I not know is hurting me? Because I didn't know, like we didn't have time clocks, right? We weren't writing hours down. And so that came to bite me in the butt. And I had to pay a settlement to a team member. Go, I'm never again. (laughs) First time, shame on me, right? (laughs) So. So when you realize and take those as learning lessons, did it suck? Yes. Did I want that to happen? No. But I don't want my students to have to go through that, right? I'm going to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. And in the book, Power Your Profit, I share the good, the bad, the ugly, right? I'm not just teaching from my mountaintop. I'm teaching what I wish I would have known early on in my business, what I wish I would have known in selling my business, sold my business for $10 million. Boy, wouldn't you want to know what I wish I would have known? you know, inside of, of doing that deal. Like I, I cut my hand off to get the 10 million, not knowing I cut my hand off. Right. So it's interesting to go, well, what's that story? What'd you learn from that? It's one of those places where you're like, here, let me just share. So you don't have to go through it. You'll learn different things. You'll go through different things, but you won't have to learn that mistake, whatever that mistake is. No, it was, it's always been amazing to me. Uh, and this journey, when I started my first business, I thought it was, I'm starting a business, I'm selling a product, I'm getting customers. I didn't realize at the time, I, I, I get it to the, the degree that I get it now, that this has been a personal growth journey. This has been about, you know, growing my business by first growing myself. And there's been so many transformations. You talk about things that suck. Um, things that suck teach us the things that um, oftentimes has led me to some of the biggest wins that I, I've ever had in in terms of coming out the other end of that. I could have let the thing stop me, but instead, because I'm stubborn and I refuse to quit, uh, it's always led me to something good. So this has been a huge personal growth journey. And I, I think what's really cool about the work that you do is because you're you're that voice, you're that mentor, you're that guide who can who who can help someone who's on that journey uh, really navigate the growth of their business, but really the growth of themselves so that they have that capacity 
to to really let the business grow to the to the level of it can grow. And so, um, you know, my point here is that mentorship and coaching has been a big part of that journey. And I know you're an, an amazing coach, an amazing mentor. Uh, who have you looked up to in terms of mentors and coaches? Who who, who was instrumental in your journey? So one, I would say first, my my therapists have been amazing. I was blessed to get some really good ones, right? They That was my first, after I got divorced, I'm like, I never want to do that again. How do I not do that? I don't know how to have a relationship, but I know what I don't want, right? The second person that I met uh, in this journey was a woman by the name of Barbara DeAngelis. And she has some amazing books and her books are called, the first book I read was How to Make Love All the Time, which had nothing to do with making love. Again, sex sells. Mm. <laughs> had everything <laughs> to do, right? Had everything to do with communication. And so uh, I probably, I worked with that organization for a couple of years. And then the next company that I worked with was a company called Landmark Education. And they have a ton of personal development uh, courses that you can take. And that really taught me leadership in another way. It taught me accountability. It taught me results and focus on results. It taught me how to be a leader that still had a big heart, but could hold people accountable without beating them up. Because, <laughs> you know, back in the day, back in the day, it was, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Right. It was like, right. the you just hammered people, leave your personal stuff at the door. Well, that's not realistic. We all know that now. Right. If someone's having a hard time, they're having a hard time. And so I'm always looking at what's the next journey that I can that I can look at right now. And um, so those were really instrumental in building who I am as far as the woman I am today. Amazing. Now, another big part of that journey, of, of course, is books. And, you know, you you have uh, an amazing book out right now. So and. Um, you know, a big part of the, what we like to do with the show is like we want to recommend books. So, so two things. This is a two-part question. One, number one, tell everyone about your book because I I think your book is amazing, and we definitely want to give that to push. And then, you know, what other book has been uh, influential and a, and a game changer for you that you would put on someone's must-read list? So, I'll let you go with that. Yeah, so this book um, is called Power Your Profits, and it is the seven-figure roadmap. Um, we start with your mindset, then we go into your leadership, we go into business planning, sales, marketing operations, and really look from a tactical side, how do I build a seven-figure business? Because you don't build a seven-figure business when you're at 500000 you build a seven-figure business from the beginning. Right. You don't want to do it when you need it. You want to plan for it from the beginning. So I would say that is the first thing when I look at um, having someone see, oh, I need to build a business. Right. Books that I've recommended that first one, that's, you know, that's an old school um, Michael Gerber's E-Myth. Right. Every entrepreneur should read that book. Right. If I look at... Um, the Alchemist was a really great book. Loved that book. Um, I loved anything that Stephen Covey did just because he really taught us how to create structure and how to be effective and not try to be the people pleaser. That was a really juicy book. And so I, in, in my book, I give you all the books that I've read throughout the years, mm -hmm. right? I think it's 
Think and Grow Rich is a classic. And people go, oh, it's an old book. Yeah, but it's a classic. Mm-hmm. You've got to read it, right? It's <laughs> it's one of those amazing books that help you get out of your limiting beliefs, right? One of the things that I um, one of my mentors gave me was a book called Learn Optimism because I'm a natural introvert and I'm a natural pessimist. I see what's wrong before I see what's right. And if you don't flip the switch, you can just seem really negative. Like your coach said to you, like you're saying all the right things, but what's showing up is not the right things. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn how to be optimistic in the face of no agreement, right? In the like hardship to go, what am I now when there's hardship now, when there's something painful, I go, what am I learning? What's the lesson? What's the lesson? What's the lesson? Until I can truly see the lesson and see the gift. Amazing. So many great recommendations there. We're going to put a link to your book here in the show notes. And we, I highly recommend Susie's book. It's amazing. Uh, and I knew her before she wrote it and uh, had the, the great pleasure of reading that. And Susie, it's amazing. And uh, some of the other recommendations there as well. I'm going to put all of those there. Um, so Susie, I could talk to you all day about this kind of stuff because I'm so, so just like you, passionate about building businesses. Yeah. And building leaders, building people, building entrepreneurs, because the world needs it more than ever right now. And so if anybody has been inspired, and I'm sure they have been, uh, and want to get into your world, they want to take the next step with you. Uh, t- tell everyone, you know, where they can, where, where they can find you and where's the, where, what's the best next step in terms of connecting with you in your world, your website or whatever you got going on. Yeah. So the best way to find me is my name over here. If you're seeing this, right, it's Susie Carter, C-A-R-D is in dollar or dinero, E-R.com. So our website, the first step would be go there. There's a business assessment that you can do for free. You take the business assessment. There's a free training that goes with it. So you can see where are the holes in my boat, right? We all have holes in our business. So what are the holes in your business? And then how do we fix those holes? Right. So come there. We've got a ton of free resources on all social media platform. It's my name, Susie Carter, Profit Coach. And so connect with us. We've got a lot of free stuff going on. We've got a challenge coming up. We've got live events coming up. So come and play and see if we're the right community for you. People come for our education, Chuck, but they stay for our community. We have curated some of the most powerful people on the planet who are big lovers. They, they do business with their heart. And they're badass individuals who produce results in the world. Amazing. And, I, and I've, in a, not your entire community, but I've had relationships with people in your community. And let me tell you, it is amazing. Uh, just, and that really speaks to you as a leader. I, I really do. Because it's what you attract. And there's just a, a definite vibe there. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, we've got a link to all Susie's stuff there and that assessment right there in the show notes on YouTube. It's right there beneath the video. We can make it really easy to connect. Uh, and so just click the link and away you go. Um, Susie, thank you so much for being here and uh, sharing your your wisdom and your insight and, and uh, just overall awesomeness. Uh, if you were going to leave our audience with which one final piece of advice, words of wisdom, what would you say to them? I'm going to say that wealth is your birthright. It's not for some of us. It's for all of us. No matter how you were raised, no matter how you were brought up, 
no matter where you are right now, it is our birthright. You get your jewels here as well as on your crown in heaven, right? But this is your birthright. It's up to us to make it happen. So we are your brother and your sister in the journey. You're in business for yourself, not by yourself. Let us help you. Susie, well said. Thank you. And words definitely to end this episode by. Uh, and to our audience, please connect with Susie. Go get a copy of her book. It's amazing. Audiobook or printed, whatever it takes. Go and get that book. Uh, take her assessment. The link is right there. Go and do that. And, you know, um, keep moving forward and never give up on your dreams and your big vision. It's you are bigger than you think you are and your vision and your mission and your passion is definitely worth uh, going for and we all need it. So hurry up. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, thank you, everyone. And we'll see you on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.